0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome back. Beck Daily, PJ Glasser, Jim Rodriguez here with you. Just had a great conversation with Jim Root talking college hoops. So make sure you go back, listen to the Beck daily podcast to get all that stuff. Prep for the games tonight as we are ready to dive into it and talk about this board. Before we do though, J-Rod, I got to ask for March Madness, who is the team that you have sworn off that you will never pick again on your bracket? Because everybody's got that one that year after year just totally screws them over, busts their bracket. Who's that team for you?
0: Well, I think I think it's not an original one, but I obviously Purdue. Never never go with Purdue. It's it's always it's yep. always not you know, <laughs> in me. And 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 for me it's always been USC. Whenever USC seems to get in there, they find a way to to just sort of uh, poop the bed, as I like to say. Usually, anybody from the Pac-12, they they've always found a way for me in my uh, pools to always be bra- busting my bracket. So I try to stay away from any, any Pac-12 uh, teams. E- even, teams, even even a UCLA.
1: Yeah, the, the teams that kill me, Ohio State always will never bet them again. They are the worst. I cannot stand them. And then Iowa State is another one. I feel like every time I pick Iowa mm-hmm. State, they always they always kill me as well. So those, those would probably be my two teams. Purdue, obviously, you're right. There were plenty of years where Virginia had all those number one seeds. They let me down. Gonzaga, I'm sure that's on everybody's list. They let us down every year. So everybody's got that team. Uh, that that they just won't use again in the tournament. So yeah, see
0: well, the thing about Gonzaga. Gonzaga gets there, and they they just they usually just lose in you know the the elite eight, maybe the final four, or even the championship game. I'm talking about you know teams that get bounced in the first round or the second round, and you've got them going all the way to the elite eight. Then all of a sudden, you know your whole Southwest or your West bracket is in, is is in flames. So and yeah. that's where those darn Pac-12 teams always mess with me. I got to
1: say, Tennessee is another one of those teams. You know, under Rick Barnes these last couple of years, they've had good teams, two seed, three seed, and they've really underperformed. They're going through a little bit of a rut right now. They're, They're struggling at the moment. Home loss to Missouri on Saturday, but they've been waiting for this game. They get the number one team in the country. Bama's coming into their house tonight. Bama's undefeated in SEC play this year, J-Rod. They're a perfect 12-0. They're 8-1 in true road games, which has been very impressive, including a win at Houston earlier this year. They're 6-3 against the spread in those true road games. So what do you make of this game? uh, Jim Root, who we just talked to, brought up a great point. There are some key players who are on the injury report that you have to monitor. The spread is currently Tennessee minus two and a half, but that definitely could change depending on what happens. Are you kind of with Jim that you would wait and see the injury report before playing this game or do you see some value currently on the board?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously that 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 really jumped out at me. But the other thing, when I when I looked at at, at Ben MGM this morning, the total in the game was one forty four and a half, and I'm checking yes. now, and it ballooned. It's ballooned to one forty seven and a half. So why is that? What's going on? That that has does that mean these injuries are not going to be that that that. Big of a factor. You know, Jim mentioned that that he was leaning toward an under in this situation. Listen, Alabama plays fast, but they also play great defense. And Tennessee scuffling, they played three out of the last four. And you made a great point very astutely last night. When a team comes off of losses and Tennessee has lost three of the last four, What do you do? You get down to fundamentals. You buckle down on defense because you can control defense. So I kind of like that under at 147.5 more than anything. Yeah, I mean, you look at Ken Palm, right, and the statistics there. Tennessee, J-Rod,
1: they're the number one rated adjusted defense. Bama's number five. And this total has gone up three points. Now, part of that is because Bama also has the number two adjusted tempo. Tennessee is 248. So really, I think whether or not this over-under hits is going to be dictated by whichever team gets in their style, right? If this is a run-and-gun kind of game like Bama wants to play, I think this could be an over-game. If Tennessee gets this game into a half-court, slows it down, then I definitely think you're looking at an under-game. So. I mean, the way that that line has jumped, maybe it's telling you that Bama could be the right side, right? Just because you would think if Bama's going to cover, maybe even win the game, it probably correlates to the over. Whereas if Tennessee's going to win the game, I think it correlates to the under. So that that's the way I would look at it. I think it's a great parlay opportunity tonight, J-Rod. Tennessee in the under, Bama in the over. That's the way I look
0: at it. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you could always uh, add Virginia to any of that because they're going to demolish. They're going to blow the doors off of Louisville tonight out out at the Yum Arena.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you bet a game like this? Virginia's favored by sixteen and a half. Do you maybe just bet Virginia first half? Maybe get them at an eight and a half, nine and a half, so you don't have any of the funny business with backdoor covers when the team unloads the bench. Or is this just a total stay away for you?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, the the thing that, that, is it's phenomenal to me. The the total's 127 and a half. You almost yeah. feel like like Virginia can get that all by themselves, right? You know, how, how much is Louisville going to contribute to that 127 and a half? You know, again, I think if you need a a, a parlay, if you need if you need a teaser, that they're always getting there, it's gonna bring your odds down, but Virginia should have no problem. They're gonna go against that that trend that top 15 teams on the road have struggled this year.
1: Yeah, I, I, and they are going against that trend, but I don't think they're gonna they're gonna struggle. They should take care of business tonight. The other top twenty five matchup we have tonight is Xavier Marquette in the Big East. Going to be a great game. Winner takes sole possession of first place in the Big East. Marquette's pretty much been steady as five and a half point favorites. However, the total has also ticked up. This has gone from 159-and-a-half to one sixty one. So they're expecting some fireworks in Milwaukee tonight, J-Rod. How would you attack this game, side or total? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.
0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. See, I five and a half seems awfully large to me, especially, you know, Marquette plays a lot of close games. You know, we talked about in their losses, they've got two overtime losses, Three losses have been by five, five points or less, so they play tight games. I know it's at home; they're going to be they're going to be you know fired up, you know, in in Milwaukee in the big arena. I, I almost would be willing to take a flyer on Marquette get on uh, Xavier getting the points. You know, they they're 16th in the country. They, they, this is not a team that is surprising to be here. They have they have beaten uh, other the, the top half of the Big East. I think it's going to be a competitive game. So I would I would lean more with uh, Xavier getting those five and a half points. That's a lot of points. That is a lot of points.
1: Uh, not only is the side a lot of points, that totals a lot of points too. I mean, you, you have to have a lot of things right to cash a 161 and a half over ticket. If anything, mm-hmm. I think the under would be my play, yeah. even though when you're going up against these two teams, I, I mean, you better hold your breath. We're just referring to Ken Palm. You look at Marquette. They're the number three rated offense in the country, and Xavier's got a great offense, too. They're number five in adjusted offense. So there's a reason this total is what it is. I do like the under, though, because this is such a big game. You you tend to get more defense. These teams try and strap down. They know whichever team defends is going to win this game. I'm probably just going to sit back and enjoy it, though. The, The under is only a lean for me. Uh, if I had to play the side, I would probably lean your way as well with Xavier. Game like this, five and a half is a good amount of points. This game, I'm excited to watch as well. Indiana and Northwestern. More movement in this one, J-Rod. So this actually opened yesterday as a pick'em in, in Northwestern. Mm. Now, Indiana, as we're currently looking at it, they're all the way up to two and a half point favorites right now. Against uh, against Northwestern, so cl- clearly people are liking the Hoosiers tonight against Northwestern. They they have the money coming their way. Are you agreeing with the money? Are you leaning towards Indiana, or do you think Northwestern gets another home upset?
0: I mean, in, in, and listen, they both have the feathers in their in their caps that they've beaten Purdue. Now, I don't know how how impressive that is anymore with with everybody starting to do that, but Indiana comes in hot. They've won eight of their last nine, including including that win over Purdue. Northwestern just beat Purdue, so you almost wonder if this is one of those classic let-down kind of games. They're at home. uh, Indiana comes in hot. I I like Indiana laying the two and a half. I will say this. I kind of like the total of 134 four and a half I kind of like the under because northwestern's opponents have scored 65 or less in 19 of their 25 games so they play some pretty good defense so I kind of I'm leaning toward the under of 134 and a half but I wouldn't mind taking Indiana laying two and a half on the road yeah, this is another one of those games. I
1: think the way to play it is I would just bet it live. I think if Indiana gets out to a nice little lead, if it's like a 10-2 t- uh, to 2 start, 16-7 to 7 start, and you can get Northwestern at like a plus plus six and a half, seven and a half, that's the way I would play it. And then vice versa, if Northwestern gets out to a lead, you can get Indiana as an underdog, Then then I think there's some value on that side as well. I think if Northwestern wins this game tonight, J. Rod, I think they're in. They're in the tournament. I think they're good. I think they're a lock. And that would only be the second time ever in school history that uh, that they would be in March Madness. So I'm sure they're feeling the pressure tonight. They know what's at stake. It's going to be a great game. Indiana's really been playing good basketball here over the last month, five six weeks. Uh, I would probably lean Northwestern. I kind of like the first half under as well. This feels like a feeling out process type game. Both teams could get off to a slow start, defensive-minded game. Uh, But yeah, I can't wait to watch it. I'm probably just going to bet the game live, hoping I get value on one of the sides in this game. TCU, Iowa State going to be a good one tonight. So TCU's lost four of their last five games, J-Rod, because they haven't had Mike Miles in their lineup. NBA guy, one of the best guards in the Big 12, really one of the best guards in the entire country. They're at Iowa State, though. Hilton Coliseum, one of the toughest places to play in the country. Cyclones 12-1 straight up at home this season. Their only loss was on Saturday against Oklahoma State. That's the first loss that they've suffered You like Iowa State to bounce back tonight against TCU, currently laying three and a half at home.
0: You know, Iowa State is the classic team. You know, PJ, that they play to their opponents. You know, they've lost five of their last seven games, and all five of those losses have been to unranked teams. So now you've got a team in TCU who's in the top 25. Iowa State still in the top 25. Um, but I guess the key is, and maybe this is a, a, a right up until the last minute and maybe even a live game situation, is what are going to be the injury situation? Mike Miles, uh, Eddie Lampkin, are they going to be able to play? Now, the, the number has, the side has gone down. TCU was getting four and a half on the road. Now it's down to three and a half. Does that mean Mike Miles is going to play? the total has stayed uh, you know firm at 134 and a half this is the third straight top 25 team tcu has played i think they're banged up i may have to hold my my, my nose on this i kind of like the cyclones especially now that it's gone down to three and a half i like them laying to the three and a half because they just play to their opponents yeah, they do. If anything, I would probably take Iowa State first half.
1: That's That's been a pretty good money-making machine for me at home. They've been really good in the first half covering numbers. I, I'm with you, though. You just got to kind of see the injury report. TCU, when Mike Miles is out there, they're really, really good. This is a team that won on the road at Kansas by 20-plus, J-Rob, when he was out there. Eddie Lampkin, too, as you mentioned, the big man. So they're really good when they're healthy. The question is, will they be healthy for this game? Iowa State's a team I really don't love long-term just because, like you said, they're so good at home. When they go out in the road, though, you know, they've been underdogs in every road game in the Big 12, and I think that's telling you a lot. They were underdogs to Texas Tech when they were 0-10 in conference play. So Iowa State's a team. I love them at home. Don't like them so much on the road, but I would take them first half spread minus 1.5. I do think they cover that. Another ranked team on the road tonight in action – San Diego State against Fresno State. You mentioned a great nugget before we went to
0: break. What was that about San Diego State? Yeah, listen, San Diego State seven and one, their last eight against the spread. Great, right? Fifteenth team in the in in the nation, great. But they have not covered in six of the last seven, one and six against the number against teams with a losing record. And that's the situation that you have tonight. San Diego State's at Fresno State. And again, that specter of top 15 teams have struggled to win games on the road. I don't expect San Diego State to lose this game, but if you're giving me, you know, eight and a half, I might sprinkle a little money on Fresno getting eight and a half. Why not? The trend is there. I think San Diego State um, should win this game, but I w- I'm willing to sweat it a little bit. I'll take I'll take Fresno plus eight and a half. Hey, it's Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, right? Why not? <laughs> you know, another reason I like Fresno plus eight and a half too.
1: I can see a bunch of people throwing San Diego State money line into that parlay to end the night. Right? You think you're going to have a nice easy winner? You wake up and you bed, see you're it. good. We both know it's not that easy, J-Rod. Fresno's probably going to make you sweat. It's going to be a close game. So I'm with you. I always like these late night games when it's a nice little money line parlay sprinkle. People think it's going to be easy and it never is. So I'm tailing you on that with Fresno plus eight and a half as well. Up against the break, final segment coming up here in hour number two. Time to talk some golf. Genesis Invitational at Riviera starts tomorrow. Tigers back. We're breaking it all down next year. BetQL Daily.
0: We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by Bet's MGM on the BetQL Network.